Bet Nisan Tuf Shinpei Aleph. Coming to you live, live, I tell you, from the offices of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. our Corona theme song, which hopefully will go away soon as the State of Israel, with the help of God and with the help of uh, of man, is uh, coming out, coming out of the Corona state. And it is hoped very much that uh, come Pesach time, people in Israel will be able to join together, unlike last year, families can join together and have what is traditionally 
a beautiful family holiday and a family setter. Welcome in, welcome in one and all to this week's edition of The Israel Show. We are here each and every Monday immediately following JM and the AM. Well, that usually translates to 9 a.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Israel, but this week and next week it translates to 9 p.m. Eastern and 3 p.m. Israel time as Israel has not changed the clock as of yet. They will do so in a move in a move that is rather uh um well, it's 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 uh it it just leaves you in wonderment of what they were thinking they're going to be changing the clock to daylight savings time on Thursday night Friday morning just before Pesach wait wait a couple of days wait till after the setter let the kids be at a earlier, one hour earlier Seder rather than one hour later Seder. Anyway, um, so we are here in each and every Monday immediately following JM and the AM. And of course, you can listen to us um, via the Nachum Siegel Network app, via NachumSiegel.com streaming um, on the web, and um, you can listen to us whenever you want on demand via the archives section of the NSN app and the archive section of NachumSiegel.com. Tell your friends, please. Tell other people that might be interested. And we have we have a great core listenership. We'd love to expand it. By the way, you can also you you can also um subscribe to the Israel show via Apple Podcasts. Go to your podcast, um, your favorite podcast place, and look for. Um, I think if you look for Mayor Weingarten, M E I R, you'll find it, or or Nachum Siegel Network, you'll find it, or NSN. Do a little bit of searching, you'll find it, and you can subscribe. It'll be downloaded the next day into your device. You can listen to it whenever you want. We have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Israel Show. We post usually almost every week, except when I'm very, very, very lazy. Uh, the links to the songs that we played that week and uh, other um, other things you might have mentioned, an article or a speech or something, we'll include a link to that. So we encourage you to like facebook.com slash The Israel Show. Um, we are going to be speaking today in great detail. Oh, I shouldn't say in great detail, but hopefully in enough detail that it, you won't get lost, as I was until recently, and uh, um, and yet you'll have uh, enough information about the situation with the International Criminal Court, the ICC, uh, which is investigating Israel for war crimes, and we're going to discuss why it's important, why that decision by the ICC is absolutely illegal and goes against every one of the rules of the ICC itself. Oh, gosh. And um, and, Israel, and and the reaction in Israel, especially on the left, to that uh, infamous ruling. We'll do that. We also have a Meir Milim segment. This past Shabbat, we read Parshat HaChodesh, and we're going to discuss the word Chodesh. Now, you might think it's simple. It's not. 
as simple as you think. So we'll have that Mayor Miriam segment coming up soon, and then we'll be discussing the situation with the International Criminal Court. We're really going to... I've made every effort to study it well enough to break it down and unpack it in a way that should be clear because it often gets um, hidden amongst the legalese and all the, the jargon. Oh, hopefully we'll do that for you. Stay tuned to The Israel Show. Here's Omer Adam with Yom HaShishi. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
In our Meir Milim segment, we shed light on a word or phrase in the Hebrew language. Meir Milim is inspired by the Galei Tzahal radio segments of Dr. Avshalom Kor and informed by the teachings of Dr. Lior Gottlieb. HaChodesh Hazel Lachem Rosh Chodeshim Rishon Hu Lachem Hashana This Chodesh is to be to you the first of the Chodeshes. So, what is a Chodesh? You're probably saying... How silly is Mayor Weingarten? Everybody knows that a Chodesh is a month. In the Birkana Chodesh, we ask God to bless the coming month. Case closed? Not so fast, newbie. Let me ask you this. When Rosh Chodesh is on Sunday, the Shabbat right before it has a special haftarah, popularly known as Machar Chodesh, because of the opening pasuk. Machar, tomorrow, is Chodesh. Can tomorrow be a month? I mean, tomorrow is tomorrow is tomorrow. Tomorrow can be a day, but tomorrow can't be a week. Surely not a month. Or what about the last pasuk in the Haftarah we read when Rosh Chodesh is on Shabbat? Yeshayahu tells us that in the future all people will come to the Beit HaMikdash to worship Hashem on special days. On Shabbat... Midei Shabbat b'Shabato, and on Chodesh, Midei Chodesh b'Chodesho. If Chodesh means an entire month, we got a problem again. And so, as always, we need to take a closer look at the core meaning of the word Chodesh as used in Tanakh. In the Jewish calendar, a month is measured by the cycle of the moon, the time between one new moon and the next. When the slight sliver of the moon is seen in the sky, we say the moon is reborn. Hence, by the way, the term announced in many synagogues, the Milad, from Nolad, Vlad, Yalad, all related to birth. The moon is new, Chadash. And using the very same letters, Chet, Dalid, Shin, we go from Chadash to Chodesh. And so the most basic meaning of the word Chodesh is not month. Rather, Chodesh means the beginning of the month. Chodesh is when the moon is Chadash. What we call today Rosh Chodesh, the Torah almost always calls Chodesh. And so Machar Chodesh means tomorrow is Rosh Chodesh, a special festive day when King Saul will make a feast. And means on the special days of celebration, every Shabbat and every Rosh Chodesh. So, you may ask, if Chodesh doesn't usually mean a month, what do we call a month? Here comes the moon again. When Moshe's mother hid the baby for three months, the Torah tells us, Vatitz Peneu Shilosha Yirachim. Shilosha Yirachim, three months. And we can't help but notice that the word Yerach, 
Yud Resh Chet is almost exactly the same as the word for moon, Yareach. Even in English, month and moon are connected by the core letters M-O-N, month, moon. But wait, now that we know that the moon is the Yareach, why is the blessing of the moon called Kiddush Levana? Shouldn't it be called Kiddush Yareach? Well, yeah, you're right. But Chazal, who lived many hundreds of years after the Tanakh, often used different words. For example, the Torah calls the tree an eitz. Chazal used the word ilan. Here, too, the Torah calls the moon yareach. Chazal call it levana, from the word lavan, meaning white. You do the math. So there you have it. The Chodesh, which in the Torah almost always means the new moon, Rosh Chodesh, yareach and yerach, and Levana. It's all up in the air. And that's this week's Meir Milim segment. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network.
duet by Yossi Cardiner, who wrote the song famously, and Ari Goldwag, a friend of this show, who I believe lives in Beit Shemesh. Beautiful duet. Yosef Cardiner and Ari Goldwag with Shir HaMolot. And uh, before that, we had um, the Meir Milim segment, and before that, Omer Adam with Yom HaShishi. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. A few quick things before we get to the discussion about the International Criminal Court. Two happy birthday wishes to two very special people, both of whom are devoted listeners and friends. Happy birthday, Susie Eisenstadt. Many, many, many years of good health and happiness and joy from your children and grandchildren and uh, only the best to you and a happy birthday wish going out to Israel to Uri Lahav who's celebrating a birthday also a good friend a great listener always has comes up also by the way with great ideas for the show and uh, we send a happy birthday wish to Uri and all the best to him, Nachat, from his kids, one of which is celebrating a bar mitzvah after Pesach, coming up. Uh, also, this just in, just this morning, was announced that um, an Israeli short film 
has been nominated for an Oscar. That does not fill me with joy. The minute I read that, I said, oh no, it's a film bashing Israel because almost all the films out of Israel bash Israel. And if it's chosen for an Oscar, all the more so. Just like, by the way, the Golden Globe, they chose um, the film about uh, Unorthodox, it's called, about the uh, Satmar uh, girl who... Um, left the community and ultimately became uh, non-religious, moved to Germany and so forth. They like to bash religion in general. Judaism has an extra, it's it's like a double target. And Israel adds a target. The movie that was nominated for the Academy Award just this morning is called White Eye. Let me let me see. I, I had here, uh, where was it? The description that I wanted to share with you. Oh well, can't find it this second. I had it a minute ago. But uh, of course, it's um, a film that uh, does very well in uh, making Israel look bad. Yeah, that's that. uh, We can't expect anything else these days. We just can't. Here it is. Here's the one line uh, description from a website called theafricareport.com, of course. Israeli film White Eye highlights the scapegoating of African migrants. This is. um, This is what we do to ourselves, and as we shall see later in this show. We do it. Uh, we do it to ourselves in so many different ways. Okay. A few weeks ago, the International Criminal Court announced that it will open an investigation to look into war crimes committed by Israel and by Hamas. Israel has been trying its best for the longest time not to reach this point. We will explain in a minute why this whole idea is ridiculous. But the danger is this. This court has the jurisdiction to put people in prison. And if they decide that a certain... They, they, don't, they don't go in, they don't indict states, they indict people. So they can indict a chief of staff of the Israeli army for war crimes, and if that person wants to leave Israel, he always has to be worried that some emissary of the court will nab him and put him on trial and in the meantime hold him in prison. So this is why this makes a difference. Okay. Um, A lot of what I'm going to tell you now I got in a very in much longer form from a recent podcast by the uh, well-known attorney Alan Dershowitz attorney and also for, I think he said 50 years, professor of law at Harvard. He has a podcast 
It's called the Der Show. D E R S H O W. Cute play on words. Um, so first, a bit of history. What is the ICC, the International Criminal Court? In 2002, yes, ladies and gentlemen, this court only, only its history goes back as far as not even two decades. In 2002, the nations of the world met in Rome, where over a hundred of them signed what was called the quote-unquote Rome Treaty, and what did that do? It created this new institution called the International Criminal Court, the ICC. Now, what was the purpose of creating this court? This new court was created in part at the urging of the state, at the beginning at least, of the state of Israel to prevent genocides like, obviously, the Holocaust or the Armenian genocide or, more recently, the Rwandan genocide. So the international community got together and said, Enough is enough. We ought to have a court located uh, somewhere in Europe, in The Hague in this case, a neutral, objective, quote-unquote, court of very limited jurisdiction. And here is really the key to this whole thing. What, what The court, it's set up this way, with very limited powers, and clearly defined jurisdiction because there's a purpose for setting it up. And the purpose is to combat these humongous crimes that have taken place around the world. So, what are the limitations? Very limited powers. Clearly defined jurisdiction. What are they? One, the court will focus on genocide and other massive, undisputed crimes against humanity. So where a country massacres people based on their ethnicity or race or, or crimes of that magnitude, the most horrible crimes, the most horrible kinds of things imaginable. One, so focus on genocide. Two, the, the court is complementary. Com- it, it, the jurisdiction is complementary. Meaning, the jurisdiction of the court is complementary in the sense that it only operates against countries that don't have a viable legal system. The ICC can't judge a country that has a proper independent justice system where in that independent justice system alleged war crimes can be and are dealt with by the country's own courts. So the jurisdiction of the ICC excludes any country that has a viable legal system capable and willing to deal with these allegations of genocidal war crimes. So, genocide, massive undisputed crimes, complementary, no judicial system, no independent judicial system. Three, you have to be a signatory of the Rome Treaty. You have to be a country that agreed to the authority of the special court. The court has no jurisdiction over a country that said, I'm out of this game, I'm not part of this. And in the United States, there was very strong opposition to the International Criminal Court from the start. In the United States, 
and the United States never signed on. They also refused to become part of this quote-unquote Rome Treaty because the U.S. didn't trust some international elitist court in Europe who's to sit in judgment of the U.S. Army generals, officers, and soldiers where this court could put them in jail. And there was a vote, and the United States did not accept it. Israel also did not sign the treaty, and a number of other countries didn't sign on. So, number three is, you have to be part of the group that signed on. You have to be part of the, the, uh, the countries that have agreed to be judged. Number four. The court only has jurisdiction over states. The only groups that can be judged by the ICC are recognized states. Now again, the judgment is not against the state, it's against individuals in the state who have committed crimes. But only states that are part of the Rome Treaty can be uh, a part of this. (coughs) Excuse me. And the only people that can sign the Rome Treaty are internationally recognized states. For example, ISIS. They claim that they have a caliphate, they have a state, but ISIS cannot be brought in front of the International Criminal Court because it's not a state. There are other so-called groups, there are other groups that are declare themselves to be a so-called states that aren't recognized. For example, the Kurds. I think it would be great if the Kurds had a state, but they don't. <laughs> They're allies of Israel and have been allies of the West. So they claim they have independence and they have a certain area that they claim is theirs, but they but they can't sign on to this court uh, group, court system, because they're not a state. So ISIS and, and the Kurds and, and uh, so many of these other groups is a Spanish group also that claims that it's um, I forget now the name that that claims that it has uh, it should have independence in a certain area of Spain Portugal so that's the fourth thing the irony of the decision to go after Israel uh, on a complaint which was brought by the by the Palestinian Authority, which is not a state. So we have the the irony, we have these, let's just review for one second, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Let's just review for one second. Here are the four issues. One, the mandate of this court is only for major crimes on the level of genocide. Two, the ICC can judge countries that do not have a proper, free, and independent judiciary court-slash-court system. Three, they have jurisdiction over countries that are signatories of the Rome Treaty and recognize its authority. Four, only states can sign the Rome Treaty, and therefore only states can complain before the court and be brought before the court. The irony, the sick irony, is that the ICC decision to investigate Israel is that in doing so the court violated every single one of the rules that it placed upon itself. So it placed itself above the law and above the very treaty that it created because Israel is a democracy, 
a non-signatory to the treaty, not a member of the International Criminal Court. Israel is a country with one of the best legal systems in the world, a country that rules, the court system rules against its own government repeatedly, particularly when it comes to allegations of violations of rules of war. Even Israel's military has its own JAG Corps, where unlike in America, where the JAG Corps is, can, can suggest... Here, let me, let me get to this particularly. In the United States, we have a Judge Advocate Corps, JAG, for those of you who uh, watched TV back a few decades ago. But the opinions of the Judge Advocate, of the Yoetz HaMishpati, so to speak is only advisory on the United States military. In Israel, they are binding and mandatory. Let's see how none of this is within the rules of the court. The group of terrorists that invoke the jurisdiction of the court obviously were not a country. They claim to be a country. They call themselves Palestine. It's not even clear what Palestine is supposed to be. Does it include Aza, which is now run by the Hamas? But Hamas does not recognize the Palestinian Authority. So the Palestinian Authority is is having the court investigate Israel and Hamas when Hamas is not part of Palestine. The whole thing doesn't make any sense. They have no judicial system, no legal system. Hamas just kill people if they think they're enemies. They throw them off the roof or shoot them in the public square. Palestinian Authority are not much better. Here's another question. If they're going to prosecute Israelis, who's next? American soldiers, obviously. As soon as this thing is underway, we're going to see groups claiming that the United States violated the rules of international law. And the complaint won't necessarily be brought by a recognized state. It'll be brought by ISIS. So we have the crimes not being on the level, anywhere near the level of genocide, even the supposed crimes that were committed. Israel has an independent judiciary court system and court system, which has ruled against the own government, so it's independent. It's not controlled by the government. Israel's not a signatory of the Rome Treaty, and the Palestinian Authority is not a state. There you go. So the court itself, turns out, is criminal. Okay, we have more to speak about. Um, We're going to take a quick musical break. A new song that we uh, haven't played as of yet by Yoni Gennett, released last week. It's called Higale Na. And then we'll get back to the discussion about the uh, International Criminal Court and the State of Israel. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
שנות הנדודים ולפעמים זה מרגיש גאולה אבל אנחנו שוב מתרחקים ובינתיים כולם מתקוטטים ואני עומד ומשתער מסתבר שרק משיח יחבר הכל מקצה ועד קצה song the link to the YouTube video will be on our Facebook page facebook.com slash the Israel show Prime Minister Netanyahu has described this as anti-semitic and it is anti-semitic when you pick only on Israel and I'm talking about uh, continuing discussion with the International uh, Criminal Court when you pick only on Israel you see there's no investigation of Syria where you can use the word genocide in describing what Assad has done to his people using chemical weapons and other kinds of weapons on its own civilians, hundreds of thousands killed, displaced, and so forth. That is a crime on that level of the International Criminal Court, but shh, don't say anything. Is there any interest in the International Criminal Court in Iran, which murders dissidents and members of groups that oppose it in cold blood? No, 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 no concern about that. Have we heard concern about Russia in the Ukraine, in Chechnya? No, 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 I haven't heard that. Have we seen concerns about China, who put Muslims in camps? No, no. And that's why the Prime Minister rightly called this anti-Semitic. Two uh, points that were not brought up by Alan Dershowitz, but uh, are very telling. I think one of the very telling pieces of information in this entire charade, uh, sham, I should say, the court says it will investigate Israel's military activities during the war in Gaza, in Aza. The events since 13 June 2014. You may wonder, 
Why pick June 13th, 2014? I looked it up. In 2014, June 13th is a Friday. Why start on such an inauspicious Friday the 13th? This hasn't been spoken of too often, and it should be really mentioned more and more. The key to the answer is what happened on June 12th, 2014, the day before the investigations begin. Well, you may remember that on June 12th, 2014, three young men, Gilad Shar, 16, Naftali Frankel, 16, Eyal Yifrach, 19, these three young men were kidnapped and murdered that same night by a Hamas cell located in Hebron. Shouldn't we investigate that? No. Because so, it just so happens that the investigation date of beginning, the starting date is the day after that. That should tell you a lot. Here's another mystery. Why now? The Palestinian Authority has been trying to get the international court interested for a long time. And I think that part of the answer lies in this. On June 11, 2020, President Donald Trump issued an executive order imposing sanctions on the International Criminal Court and specifically on this prosecutor, Ben Sauda. I don't know her first name. Limiting their ability to come to the United States, uh, freezing their assets in the United States, and so on. I think the ICC knew that it can't play games with Trump. Did In Trump, they found someone who is not going to play their little game. So they waited until Biden came into office, figuring that Biden will not stand up to them so forcefully. Now, we have to, we have to be careful here. Biden has overturned many of Donald Trump's executive's orders. He has not overturned this one yet. He said, he declared that he's against the sanctions on the ICC. But Prime Minister Netanyahu, in the long conversation that he had with with President Biden, brought up this subject and asked the president to continue to pressure on the court. Now, the State Department, here's the reaction, the State Department writes, says, actually, their spokesperson, Ned Price, said, Quote, we do not believe the Palestinians qualify as a sovereign state and therefore are not qualified to obtain membership as a state or participate as a state in international organizations, entities, or conferences, including the ICC. We have serious concerns about the ICC's attempt to exercise its jurisdiction over Israeli personnel. Wow, that's tough talk. We have serious concerns. And by the way, as we said, one of the reasons America has serious concerns is because if this works, if this goes through, then American military personnel are next. Because we're the small Satan and America's the big Satan. 
Now, were you just speaking about the Academy Awards and films and all the damage that we do to ourselves? The head of merits. Merits is, uh, the elections are coming up in uh, a week and a day. I haven't spoken about it. There's not much to say yet. More than we have already said. But um, the head of merits, Nitsan Horowitz. Merits, as I was mentioning, is a uh, very left-wing um, political party. It is the most left-wing of the Jewish political parties. It's not even totally Jewish. It's a mix of Arabs and Jews. And uh, there's a a machloket. There, there, there's a controversy, uh, a, a mixed opinions within Merit's party whether they are a Zionist party or not. But um, they are as far left as you can go before getting to the United Arab um, um, parties. So when he was asked on Israeli television about his uh, what what his reaction to his he said quote i say this with great pain this decision is correct meaning the court's decision to go after israel is correct i don't want to be i don't want israel to be in this situation but israel needs to ask itself what is it doing to prevent it in operation protective edge which was in the operation in 2014 that we're talking about We've said, we meaning merits, that things were done which should not have been done. There was such massive damage done to the civilian population that the court wants to check this out. Well, here you have a party in Israel that is standing on the side of the court saying, yes, yes, they should. They, come, come, come investigate us, you anti-Semites, you, you cynical people, you, you double-standard anti-Semitic buffoon of a court, says the head of merits. Yes, come and investigate us. Why? Because we can't investigate ourselves. Why? Because the Bagats, the Israeli Supreme Court, hasn't looked into these things enough, is not left-wing enough? Bunch of hypocrites. Okay. Well, we run out of time. It's time time to close it down. We're going to, um, we're going to end off with uh, the relatively new Yishai Rebo song, Sibat Hasibot, the the end of the corona celebration so to speak but first we say thanks for listening thanks for all your facebook likes and comments thanks to the staff of the nachum siegel network and my very special thanks as always to nachum siegel um coming up on the nachum siegel network yoni pollock with after further review covering the latest in the world of sports and i am just informed or at least i just saw the information uh, that Jake Novak will be digging into the more exciting details and explain why there is a much larger lesson to learn from water conservation miracles and solutions from Israel. Okay, he'll dig into that. That's cute. So that's with no, uh, Novak now coming up after Yoni Pollock. And then 
the Great Monday Music Marathon. Until next Monday, immediately following Jamie and the Aim, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. <clears throat> They're just running in a different race. תשיב בי את הרוח, תוריד ממני את הגשם, היה לי ים זמן לנוח, התרגלתי קצת בעצם, ובמרחב הפתוח, רואים באופק את השמש, אין ספק אני בטוח, בסוף עתיד בהר הדרך. פתח לנו שערי אמונה, שערי הבנה, שאין לנו מלך, אלא אתה. סיבת הסיבות, עילת העילות, נורת העילות, ורק לך נאה להודות, על כל הימים וכל הלילות. Thank <laughs> you.